You are now tuned in to the Addicted to Success.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next level game changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on Addicted to Success.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Now today, I have a very special guest, and I'm very excited. I'm actually really excited. Not too excited, because it's going to sound a little bit funny if I tell you I'm excited and we're getting into this subject, but this is a little bit different. This may be a little bit, uh, maybe maybe M15+, plus, maybe R-rated a little bit, so if you don't like talking about the subject of uh, sex or hearing it, then switch this podcast episode off, <laughs> but I think you can get a lot from this. Uh, this lady... Her name is Alisa Popescu. She's from Romania and she runs the Shameless Academy, which essentially is bridging the gap between sexuality and spirituality, where every man becomes the best lover he can. So if you're a woman right now, you're listening to this, I think you can also get a lot of value from this too. It's not just for the men. And I think this is a great subject that we can sit on because we haven't covered this subject yet on the Addicted to Success podcast. So Alyssa, welcome to the Addicted to Success podcast. Hey Joel, thank you for having me. And hello to everyone who's listening. <laughs> I love your accent, Alyssa. So you're from Romania, right? And I know a lot of your clients, viewers, listeners are from the other side of the world. So yeah. how are you reaching these people? How are you really uh, making an impact in their lives? And how are you uh, giving them their advice that they need to be able to have great relationships? Ah, that's an awesome question. Uh, you know what, um, even though I'm in Romania, ever since I know myself, ever since I was a little uh, girl, I, um, I felt very connected to what's happening in the US, you know? I was always reading what's going on there, and so I was connected to that, to the life there. And um, I always felt that my reach has to be beyond my country, you know? So um, I learned English, and ever since, I tried to connect with people across the world. And uh, it was a very funny moment when internet erupted, you know. So I started to have those virtual friends around the world. And um, as Facebook popped in, I tried, uh, I tried to connect with as many people as I could from, from across the ocean. Um, and uh, I started to post things that I really believe in. And um, I made my own journey a public journey. So it was, um, up until this year, it was, my Facebook page was um, my own journey of self-discovery. So I was very vulnerable and shared a lot of my, of my experiences and, and growing up. So um, this year is a very special year for me because um, I'm turning, I'm connecting the dots, you know, and turning all that I've, um, all that I've learned into something that can um, reach a certain, um, you know, it's a certain target which needs my um, needs my um, experience and my insights, and that is men, <laughs> those men who want to become the best lovers they can. Yes, so um, it's uh, it's very exciting. I use Facebook. I um, went uh, on YouTube also, and uh, it's the beginning of my journey, and I think we're, if we're going to talk about this uh, one year later, <laughs> it's going to be awesome to look back and see what, um, what I have accomplished meanwhile, and how many people I've connected with. Yeah, it's very exciting times for you. I know that you're an action taker too. You were telling me you're going to set up your academy, and you just, you got yes. onto it. You know, you, you've been pumping out those podcast episodes, because you have your own podcast, don't you? What's the name of that podcast? 
had um, actually called it. <laughs> it's funny. Um, it was daily with Ellie. <laughs> First yeah. of all, it was daily pumps, and then daily with Ellie because um, I have recorded these uh, episodes every single day, and I've done it for um, 55 days. And then I stepped into the video game, and uh, I shared as much as I could with um, with my audience. And then I, um, I I narrowed it, you know, to to my favorite subject, <laughs> and not subject, but actually to my my very favorite people in the world, which are men, because I love men, and you know this, I've talked about <laughs> this with you. So yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So let's dive deep into this. Um, you cover a lot of uh, areas within sexuality, uh, but I want what I want to do is I really want to cater this towards entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. the first question would be, how do we balance our life as entrepreneurs through our sexuality? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Uh, you know what I've seen is that when uh, when you start your journey as an entrepreneur, you're a newbie. You know your energy will go there nonetheless, especially if you're an action taker and uh, you will want to figure things out. And so, um, you know, everyone knows we have a body, mind, and a soul, and uh, balancing the relationship between them it's never an easy thing, right? Um, especially when you when you start to do something new which just takes over you completely and um, if we're talking about men specifically it's um, even harder because men, men are high achievers you know sometimes they just go so full in <laughs> that uh, they are they, they have to be present in their business right yes. so what I've seen yes. is that um, one of the most successful businessman and happy you know because one thing is to be successful in your business and the other thing to is to be successful and happy you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when I when I worked as a personal trainer because I was a personal trainer back in my 20s I worked with CEOs and uh, men CEOs so um, I've seen that the most happy of them were the ones who really paid attention to their sexual lives Wow. And um, wow. yes, really. So uh, they came to the gym every single day. They had this routine. So balancing is not easy, but as an entrepreneur, you, you know it's about habits. It's about creating healthy habits, um, as in for your business and for your personal life. So I would say that the first thing, and men would, men would love this because men, uh, and we are creature of habits, but men, I, I feel that sometimes um, are more willing to to create these habits, to do these things on a daily basis to achieve something. You know, they have this mind set on, on a goal and, a, and, a, and it's maybe easier for them. So what I would say for balancing is just think about those healthy habits. And as you schedule your appointments for your business, as you schedule your gym maybe, uh, so you can schedule some, um, some soul sex time, you know, that time for yourself and for your lady. Um, or, or if you don't have a, a lover, that time for flirting, for getting out, for getting out of your head. Because um, as, a, as an entrepreneur, you'll be a lot of times in your head and you'll forget about being in your body. But the truth is that there is such a strong link between being grounded and being su- successful in the material world, you know, achieving, you know, earning money and stuff. They are very linked and um so if you the the more the more um better you feel with your body and with yourself the more present you'll be in your business and the most sorry the most successful you'll become i think that people neglect this just because they think that if i focus on one area i'm just gonna nail it but if you're burnt out at the end of the day that's not nailing anything you know 
That's just burnout. <laughs> yeah, burning out. You're just nailing yourself. Nailing <laughs> yourself, yes. So I really think that habits are important. Um, I've heard this for uh, for some, um, let's say, uh, sex specialists um, about uh, scheduling scheduling time for yourself and for your partner. And I think this is this is really important. I would just go deeper in there and acknowledge the fact that the better you feel with your body and the more you take care of your of your of the animal within of the <clears throat> of the animal within because you know we have this god nature about ourselves and then we have this you know primal nature about ourselves and uh sometimes we go in the world and say you know we want to save the world and we want to do this and that and i just want to contribute i just want to give back but at the same time there's an animal within us and you just gotta create the space for that animal to play to you know to feel good here you know just that's that's bridging sexuality and spirituality because a lot of times we just go either one way or another but it's important to remember when you go like when your head is too much in the sky you just you just think about yourself you know my feet are still on the ground and i just have to take advantage of this you know explore this yeah no that's so interesting alisa thank you so much for sharing that you know i remember reading in uh, napoleon hill's book uh think and grow rich he noted that all men of genius uh, use their sexual energy as fuel for their creativity. Definitely. Yeah, so how, how can we uh, use this for our own creativity? Are there any practical steps that we can take? Um, yes. Listen, what I've seen in a lot of men is, um, is that <laughs> it's that they hold themselves um, when they get in the bedroom, you, you, you know, they hold themselves from expressing themselves truly. And um, I think that it all starts there. When you allow yourself to really explore yourself and your partner, when you um, face your desires and actually act upon them, you know, it's not like you would sit somewhere and this a flow of creativity would come to you and you would apply it in your business. I think that it's all about acting upon your desires, your instinct, and basically exercise this, you know, exercise this flow and this spontaneity. And the more you allow yourself to uh, follow what comes to you, you know, uh, and also your desires when it when it comes to sexual connection and uh, this chemistry between people. It it's just uh, you know it just flows back into everything you do in your life. So it's not like uh, creativity you would access it through one, two, three steps. It's basically about expressing who you truly are and creating a flow out of this. You know, because it it. There's no way for you to, you know, feel uh, frustrated and uh, close as a partner and um, and close with your family and friends. And then you go out and do everything you can in your business and express your full potential. I think that people have to understand that this is a flow that's going through us. And when we restrict it in an area of our lives, it will affect other areas of our lives. So I would basically encourage men because I've seen this um, this fear of expressing all they want and uh, all they are because, you know, women sometimes react in weird ways and uh, men want to please women and men fear, uh, fear rejection as we fear rejection, you know. So I would encourage them to have more confidence. I think confidence in intimacy is the first step of having confidence elsewhere. 
Do you get me? Yeah, I understand that. That you raise a really good point. So I want to expand on this because I think this is really interesting. Would it would it make sense to look at it in a way where if I'm harnessing my sexual energy, then I am going to raise my belief in myself, raise my certainty and like who I am, or will this like affect me if I'm like I'm, I'm I'm kind of faking it, going like you know oh I'm good sexually, but really I'm not like having sex, not really getting out there or getting any. This isn't me, but I'm just saying for example, right? <laughs> and um, can that affect you on on an unconscious level with your beliefs? Um, so let me see if I got it right. A lot of uh, a lot of people um, at at one point in their life start to use sex as um as um a relief, you know? It's like okay, things are not going good or stuff. I'm just going to have some sex and everything's going to be great, you know? It's like drinking something and I'm going to forget. That's one way of using sex. But I usually talk about shameless soul sex. And shameless soul sex is that kind of sex in which none of the partners is lying to each other. So uh if you want to use, in, in my opinion and, and experience, if you want to use sex as a, as a bridge <laughs> with God, with your creativity, with your life force, because that's what it is, you know, when you connect with other pers- another person on an intimate level, you create this, this bundle of, <laughs> of energy and life force. So if you want to use sex to, to create this in your life, you have to step more into what I call soul sex which is a sex based on chemistry. Uh, And I talk about real chemistry. Like, let's say that you are single, right? Yeah. So so you have your business going, everything is great. Um, Obviously, obviously, you're going to come across women who are going to arouse something in you. Mm. And um, as a single man, you know, a single, I mean, a lot of single guys are like, I'm going to go for this, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to go for this. <laughs> but yeah, because it's, it's fun, you know, it's just fun. If you just go for that with every, uh, every beautiful woman that comes across you, you're going to basically lose some energy. Uh, the energy that you can, uh, as we've talked earlier, you can invest in other things, right? Yes. But if you come across, but, and that's a big but, <laughs> if you come across, yeah, if you come across. Uh, when you say big uh, butt, do you mean like Nicki Minaj big butt? <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah. Nicki Minaj, yeah, Beyonce. So when you come across a woman um, and you look at her and you feel that kind of chemistry and you talk to her. And you are honest because it's all about honesty. And you're like, you know, I'm attracted to you. And she is, let's say, she's attracted to you too. You're both single, right? And you, you just look into her eyes, feel something more, you know, feel that chemistry. Talk, talk, talk a bit more. You're like, okay, I just, I, I feel connected to this woman. If you both decide to have sex, okay, to harness that chemistry that you have, uh, that will that will bring you creative power, because there's a mutual uh, interest to create something. 
it has to go both ways and it has to be aware. I think that awareness is a lot of is something that a lot of people miss when it comes to sex. You know, I'm just having sex. I'm just I'm just going to go out and yes, if I if I get across a hot chick, I'm just going to have it. But the truth is that when there is awareness, when you look into that woman's eyes and she's like, "Okay, I just want to have this with you." She's just as aware as you are of what you're doing. That's the creative power. You know, that's how you harness it. And you can say bye-bye the next day. That's no problem because, because it is what it is. We're living in this fast-paced world and uh, not all people that you connect with intimately will have long relationships with, and that's fine. But I always say, you know, guard, I mean, watch who you share your body with and make sure that uh, it is worthy, that in that moment when you're having that sexual connection that is, you know, sharing everything that you are, you know, sharing everything that you are with that person, uh, it's worthy. It's something, it's something that you can create from. It's not something that takes from you. Does wow. it make sense? Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so it's like um, some people uh, take from you in a way, not intentionally, or you give too much away. Um, and there's others where they power you up because you have a, a great connection with each other on that level. It kind of activates that part of you that uh, may have been playing at a smaller level or have just been hidden. So that's really interesting. Exactly, and and I I uh, and I insist upon this because, you know, as I said, it, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> as I look back and I look at my grandparents, you know, they were married for like forty years now, <laughs> fifty years now. Um, it happened then. Uh, it may not happen nowadays because we're all evolving very fast, you know, and um, long relationships maybe are not for everyone. It's very important when we connect with someone to just, you know, as I said, to just feel that we're both aware of what we're doing, you know, we're aware we're in that moment. Uh, and uh, I think it's it's beautiful to, you know, mm, give people beautiful reasons to remember you. <laughs> Whether we're talking about sexual intercourse or other intercourse or other, you know, other connections, it's it's great to have that, you know. Yeah, excellent. That's uh, that's amazing, Alisa. So, what about female entrepreneurs? Do you have any advice for female entrepreneurs that may be tuning in right now? <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, as I said on one of my podcasts, uh, one of my first podcasts, girls. Um, Women entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurs, a lot of times, they, they come across this idea that uh, the world is an unfair place, right? That men have a lot more opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes, and uh, a lot of times, a lot of beautiful women entrepreneurs come across, you know, uh, men who want to take advantage, maybe, of them in certain ways. So uh, what I would advise uh, women entrepreneurs is that uh, Love your body, even though you feel uh, sometimes objectified. You know, um, feeling objectified is just, it's just because you accept this. Um, but I, for me, it was like a long life mission to give beauty its depth. So I encourage me, women entrepreneurs to um, basically uh, see beyond the beauty of their bodies if they they're having those you know amazing bodies and and people you know sometimes take advantage try to take advantage of this and on the other hand if they are in the position of not nurturing their bodies enough of neglecting their bodies because they are so busy you know and stuff to to step in front of the mirror as i say in my podcast and ask themselves <laughs> would i fuck myself <laughs> 
because <laughs> and if the answer is yes that's awesome that's presence that's confidence and it will all translate in their business lives Ooh, but if the answer you dropped the f-bomb Alyssa you dropped the f-bomb on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> I did I did I did no that's okay that's okay you're expressing it in a certain way I get it <laughs> so, um, yeah so you're basically, the first <laughs> okay okay um, but it's it's deeper than that you know you know what I'm going and uh, if the answer is no, for women, you know, uh, body shaming, body image is a very, it's a very serious thing. And I'm telling you, like, because I'm a woman, I know, if you don't, if you don't love yourself and like yourself enough, it will translate into everything. Um, it, it won't necessarily affect your ability to, um, let's say, to do good things, to do charitable work in the world. It won't. But at the end of the day, if you really want to, you know, if you really want to feel, as I said, um, fully aware of both your animal nature and your goddess nature, you got to combine those both. And it is such a pity to lose upon this life force and energy that, that your body can give you, that a healthy, beautiful body can give you, um, if you just choose to neglect it just because you want to be successful in one area because being an entrepreneur it's it's hardly about balance you know a lot of times when we start as entrepreneurs balance is the last thing that we hear and we have in our minds and yet and yet women as men women who have someone to come home back home you know at the end of the day are happier and uh, more successful than, than women who are alone you know um, body shaming themselves and uh, and being in that position of basically not harnessing that sexual power into everything they, that they do. Yeah, look, you raise a lot of great points. You know, I find it really interesting that a number of uh, the clients uh, that I coach, my clients that I coach, uh, are like female entrepreneurs, right? And, and also the male entrepreneurs too. I'm finding a lot of them right now are getting caught up in the significance game especially online, especially when it comes to your Instagram and your Facebook and uh, you know other social media networks, they're not focusing on their business. They're not focusing on their relationships or their sexuality. What they're focusing on is getting the perfect picture so that they uh, are accepted and liked and significant in the online world, uh, which is such a, a huge problem. And it's funny, you meet some of these people in person and you look at them and you think, you don't look anything like the pictures that you have online. <laughs> You know, they're spending more time doing that. And it's like, it, you know, time is limited. People don't understand that like time really is limited. That's that's the most valuable thing right now. And you're wasting it trying to get the perfect shot because you're worried about being shamed into, you know, I'm not good enough or I don't look good enough. You know, that's, yeah, that's a hard word out there. I mean, it's not it's not easy, definitely. And it just depends on, on the industry that you're working in. I mean, if you're working as a fitness professional or stuff, it will always be your focus, you know, because you're basically selling your body. But uh, on the other hand, uh, it really depends on the message that you have to, uh, you have to share with others. And uh, if you know your audience well, I think that's the hardest thing to, to really... Um, to really create that audience that you really speak to um, because when you do have that uh, you can focus and you can narrow your message and, and 
allow yourself to just be who you are because basically we're like building personal brands with all that we do you know you have your own personal brand i have mine and stuff and it's so hard to fake it on the long term it's just unnecessarily you know it's not even worthy because yes. uh, as you yeah. said you know yeah. you you spend time polishing your image in public and at the same time you close the door and you're like broken on the inside and you don't find yourself anymore and there will come that moment in your life when you're just going to be thrown to the ground and there is a quote that I especially love and that says that bottom rock it's the best place to start a new story and I think that a lot of people expect to get there and then be authentic 100% you know because after you you've been there you're like I'm gonna drop it you know I, I have no time for this this is bullshit. I'm just yeah. going to do what makes me happy, what sounds true for me and for the people that believe in me. We all want to, to impact as much as we can, but uh, if we're talking to everyone, we're talking to no one. And um, I think that the people that buy from you or um, are interested in you or your public should just respect and connect with you uh, with your true self. And if you're not doing this, you're just selling yourself short. Amen. Amen, Alyssa. You hit the nail on the head right there. <laughs> yeah, I think that people want to be understood too, right? They want that connection. Yeah. That's really what it is. And some people will go really far to get it, not knowing that it's like right there. All they need to do is just be themselves because exactly. they have a lot to offer. Definitely. And I'm not, I say that, all I said, I, I said it from my own experience and I know sometimes you just, you just don't understand that all it takes is to really, um, is to really be yourself and, and, and put those vulnerabilities on the line because people connect way better with uh, what's going wrong in your life than what's going great in your life at times, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's very easier to connect when you're uh, not afraid of, um, of telling what you're really going through and I think that the, the problem with a lot of us um, in the beginning is that you know you, you just want to share with people your best or what you do best or what you're best at and a lot of people maybe fear of um, you know sharing too much because they they think you know my, my audience would say but if you would have been that good you know you wouldn't have gone through this or stuff like that yeah. so um, I think that in the beginning that's what a lot of entrepreneurs and people who are trying to go public a lot go through it and uh, if you cure yourself from this if you just leave this aside you know and just go full for a thin I've seen that the, that the most successful people um, who try to balance who who are able to balance this public image and be uh, also goofy and honest about what's going on behind the scenes are really really loved you know so yes yeah. yes yes I remember last time we were talking uh, I was sharing a story with you where I was out with my friends and there was these uh, beautiful girls, right? And uh, guys would consider them like a 10 out of 10 in, in looks, right? Absolutely beautiful. And they were very scared to approach these girls because they felt like they weren't good enough. And I went up and talked to these girls straight up just as myself, casual, relaxed. And my friends couldn't believe it. And they're like, why? You know, how can And I said, well, the thing is like these girls, they're told by so many people that they're perfect. Right, and what happens is they stand around thinking, I'm, you know, everyone thinks I'm perfect. Everyone thinks I'm perfect, so I have to act perfect, knowing well and truly that they're not perfect. Nobody is absolutely perfect. Everyone has imperfections. So, like when you approach them, they're guarded. <laughs> but if you 
come to people on a on a human level it doesn't matter if they're like beautiful looking or um you know that they don't consider themselves good looking or whatever it doesn't matter about looks but if you approach anybody on a human level i believe that that's a way that you can really uh at least start building a great rapport a great connection with others Definitely. And I, you know, uh, I applaud you for this last time and I still do. And uh, you remind me about a video that I um, made about how to approach an independent woman, you know, that kind of yes. businesswoman yes. who is always <laughs> with her guard up, guard up and stuff. And I was sharing with, uh, with men the exact tip that you talked about. The fact that uh, those women are maybe the most hungry for love, <laughs> you know, mm. and mm -hmm. uh, they are this way because so so few guys have the courage to approach them. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I also share the fact that if you're interested, you know, in, in, in approaching or if you like this kind of independent woman and you're scared that, you know, she's too high maintenance for you or <laughs> I don't know, guys have their, uh, you know, their ways of looking at it. Uh, you just the first thing is to do what you've done with her because a lot of times these women are the most supportive in helping you uh, uh, find who you are and doing your things if they are very successful, you know. So uh, they really are hungry for love. <laughs> Those women never fear approaching women. I, this is a message for all the guys out there who are, you know, who, who are in love maybe with secretly love, in love with a, a businesswoman or an independent woman, a bossy woman. Who seems like that because no woman is like that. We, yeah, we're just guarding ourselves, you know. So just go for it and do what Joelle does. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the secret's out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. So, so let's get to the nitty gritty, Elisa. What is the most common problem that men come to you with when it comes to women or their sexuality? Um, it's funny. The, the most, yeah, I, I would say that one of the most common problems is, um, you just, know what? Just, least, just remember, we're not keeping it, it's not X-rated. We're keeping it maybe M15 plus, MA15 plus R-rated, all right? <laughs> perfect for me. No, it's okay. Uh, Elisa, you know what? I'm tired of it. Women like bad guys, and I'm not a bad guy. Oh, and this, Yes, yes, this is one of them. This is uh, this is more like like a complaint towards women, you know, um, mm -hmm. and they're like, you know what? But women love bad guys. Why do you? And it's it's actually a question. Why do you girls? So they include me. Why do you girls like bad guys? And um, <laughs> and it's funny because I'm actually gonna touch upon this in the next video next week. So. Uh, on the Shameless Academy. But here's the thing, and uh, I guess you want me to develop a bit upon this, right? Yes, please. <laughs> Go ahead. So here's the thing with women, um, and, uh, and it's very interesting. Women have, as men, obviously, a lot of uncertainties about them, even if they don't speak them out loud, right? Uh, we are just masters in guarding this, as you guys are. Oftentimes, <laughs> and when yes, and when a guy who is very confident approaches them, everything changes. Uh, women love what what a woman calls a bad guy. It's actually that kind of guy who um, seems like he owns her body more than she owns her body, like naturally. 
It's like oh, when a man steps in the picture, and it's not a sexual thing. Like, believe me, I'm I'm really talking about energy here. It's not even going there. It's just like m me, Alisa, you know, meeting a guy, and then he steps in the picture as you kind of described you did with that woman, right? Yes. In a non-aggressive way. But the thing is that women like and feel guys, uh, feel safer around guys who just step in and show that, that type of, you know, it's like, I know you more than you know yourself, you know? It's that thing that, that makes her drop all the walls down, as you said. That makes a good guy a bad guy, not necessarily an aggressive attitude, not just swapping her off her feet. It's just stepping in the picture and giving her that feeling of um, owning her, you know? And uh, um, a woman who has more masculine energy in her will be repealed by this attitude at first, and then she's going to get uh, back to her feminine energy. That's the thing. Because we've talked about polarity. And... Um, as we've talked, and a lot of people who are listening to the podcast maybe know that a feminine woman will always attract a masculine guy. And a masculine woman, so a, mascu uh, a woman with masculine energy would, would attract uh, this guy with uh, more feminine energy. And oftentimes she will complain about this. So here's the thing for all the uh, women and men who are listening to this podcast. Think about relationships in terms of polarity. And if you're a woman and you want a man to uh, own you, just know that you got to let your guard down and appreciate a man who just steps in the picture very confident because we as women, we don't, you know, we don't think about why is this guy so confident? What does he have? Does he have a car? Or does, he ha does he have a business? We don't even go there. We take confidence as what it is, confidence. And it's just so impactful that it makes us tear our walls down, you know, and be who we really are. And when a woman feels safe, she opens up. And I've said it in my videos. She opens up both emotionally, mentally, and sexually. When a woman is not feeling safe, and this is from an ancient book of yoga, her genital organs shrink. And there's wow. nothing you can do, really. So that's yeah. a physical thing. Yeah. And there's nothing that you can do with a woman who is shrinked. And I think that it's uh, your responsibility as a man to learn how to open up women in this lifetime. So um, this is very important. It's not about bad guys. It's about guys who make you feel safe. You know, this is it. This is the definition of a bad guy. He makes you feel safe because he is, you know, he, he just gets over himself. And the moment he meets you, he steps up. And he, he, he just gives you this feeling that he encompasses you, you know. It's like, as, as it says in the Bible, the woman is created out of man. And we have to feel this. And uh, Marilyn Monroe once said something very funny. <laughs> she said that women that want to be equal with men lack ambition. And I would put it differently. I would say that men who want to, who expect to be equal with women, I mean, us to have equal and to be on, a, on the same position, are really not understanding what's, what's this life all about. I think that men really become men when they learn 
to um, be wiser than women when they just said this in their mind when they learn to forgive and stop expecting their lovers to be their mothers because I came across men who just because men that's the only reason why they dare to complain about women about their lovers they just often see them as their mothers it's like it's her responsibility to understand me or not to do this or not to do that but here's the thing, if you look at it differently, and you know, Joel, I think you've done a lot of self-work and you know a lot about uh, amping your mindset game. When you see yeah. things differently from the other perspective and you're like, I gotta understand her, I gotta be the one who forgives. She is a woman and she will often feel unsafe. In, in this environment, this world that we're living in, it's not a safe place to be at times. And women will just shrink and the responsibility of a man is to make a woman feel safe, you know? And if that for you means to be a bad guy at times, well, just go and be a bad guy, you know? <laughs> I love that, you know, yeah, yeah, that, that word bad guy, I think it needs to be changed to badass, right? Like a badass guy, <laughs> like a guy that has like so much certainty, like 10 foot yeah. tall and bulletproof, just like knows himself, knows his value. And I think that it's about wisdom. I just love this, this Wisdom for me, it means a lot because a guy, like, let me tell you something. There is hardly something more sexy than a guy who is confident and wisdom because guys who are wise know how to, uh, to uh, uh, how do you say, to conduct a woman, you know, mm -hmm. to just do a woman right. This is, <laughs> this is one of my favorite ways of saying it, do your woman right. And by this, I'm not saying fuck your woman right. I just say do her right in every single aspect of your lives. Just be aware of what a woman really is and what she needs and do just that because as partners, we have to take care of each other. It's not like I'm taking care of myself and you're taking care of yourself. Those things change when we get into a relationship. And when you look at it from this point of view, there's nothing that can go wrong because you're going to take care of her as you take care of yourself and she's going to take care of you as she would take care of herself. And that's the thing. Women are also uh, loving beings uh, as you guys are. You are like so offering value. You know, you want to contribute and, and take care of us and we want to nurture you on the, on the same way that you do with us. So basically it would be a win-win situation if everyone would step in relationships just aware of how other uh, of how partners work, you know, especially if you're in a um, heterosexual relationship. So be aware of what masculine energy is and feminine energy is. And if you're in a, a lesbian homo homosexual relationship, that the same thing because we both have this contrast within ourselves, the yin yang, you know, the polarity. Yeah. So uh, yeah. all relationships work the same. Yeah, if there's no polarity, then the relationship is on its way out, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah, obviously, like it's 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 chemistry, right? <laughs> it's something physical. It's chemistry, physical, physicality, you name it. It's just science, and it's it it works. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, Alyssa. Are there any uh, books, events, or like videos or anything like that that you find to be great for advice when it comes to this? There are definitely um, a lot of, um, in, in events, I don't know about events, but there are a lot of people out there who uh, have their own ways of dealing with this. And um, it, it, I don't have something that comes in my mind right away because I wouldn't want to make differences between them, but I can come with, a, let's say, a top three, uh, if you give me a bit of time to put it out there. Yeah, no problems. 
even just like books that you've read that you feel uh, people can take a lot away from, like great books? Yes, but uh, I would just uh, have to give them the references with you after, maybe a three books. I love to read, uh, let's say, one thing that is impactful and people can read of, it's from Yogi Bhajan. So I wouldn't give you the exact book because his work is impressive. But everything that has to do with ancient wisdom about men and women, I would definitely recommend. So uh, Yogi Bhajan, it's kind of uh, popular in America right now. So uh, at a very simple Google, you can go to the website where, uh, to their website when, uh, where a lot of his work is published. And uh, I think that you can access a lot of it without a membership, so it's great. If there's anything that I would uh, recommend people to connect with is ancient wisdom. That's what I find the most valuable. Because those concepts and everything that we're talking about right now have existed ever since, you know. And now we're just discovering them. So um, I, I would say that this. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. We'll make sure we leave that in the show notes. So uh, anybody that's listening right now, make sure you check out the article on addictedtosuccess.com and we'll list uh, the books there. So thank you, Alyssa. Now, uh, are there any habits, like daily routines or habits that you could share with us that uh, male entrepreneurs can start implementing in their life that will help them with their uh, sexual game, with with their own sexual energy? Is there anything that they could be doing each and every day? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so uh, first of all, I would say, you know, a lot of people nowadays talk about meditation. Uh, I wouldn't go for meditation necessarily in that um, traditional way, you know, just sitting there um, <clears throat> and trying to not to think about something because I know that a lot of men that I talk to are like, you know, I, I can't meditate. <laughs> That's the first thing that I can't meditate. I would say that you start with mindful meditation and wake up in the morning. Um, do the, the gratitude exercise, you know, name three things that you're grateful for. Uh, and even though this seems like, you know, what, what the gratitude has to do with me being sexually better, it actually has because it changes your mindset. So in the morning, wake up, take care of your hygiene, um, brush your teeth, your face, everything. Drink some uh, lemon water. Uh, warm lemon water is very good for purifying your body. If you can have some um, very basic exercises like squats, push-ups, and pull-ups in the morning, it's perfect because it's act- it activates your whole body and uh, basically pumps the blood and you feel much more present. Do the gratitude exercise. Just name three things that you are most grateful for. And um, also keep in mind throughout the day that you are born to be a hunter, right, as a man. So um, if you're a single man, whatever you go, because you're going to step out of the house and you're just going to meet maybe a lot of women, keep in mind that um, there's something amazing that happens within us when we flirt. So uh, put on that sexy smile. Um, Stay connected to your heart and flirt. If you see a woman that you like, um, make her feel I mean, allow her to, to see that you like her, you know, connect with her. I think there's something magical and, and so much playfulness that can be uh, put into flirting. And it just keeps you aware of your own power, you know, upon women, of, of the attraction that they feel 
about you. And I think that's very important for everyone and, and especially for entrepreneurs who are going to have a lot of meetings and they are going to have to take a lot of action that needs confidence. And there's no way to build your confidence if you don't feel good about yourself. And, you know, receiving that sort of confirmation from women, it's just priceless for men. So I would suggest that you take care of your body, you know, keep in touch with your heart and uh, flirt as much as you can, be, be playful, and uh, it's going to be all good. Yeah, I love that. Uh, flirt your way to success. <laughs> yes, yes, I just love how you said it. Yes, you're a single guy, obviously. If, if not, you can translate everything I said and practice it with your woman. Because uh, there's one thing that I think that a lot of women have to be um, aware of, and I would love to share it on your podcast. It's the fact that um, as women, we, uh, we are very aware of our power upon men. And um, uh, there's one thing that we, uh, we should uh, also, it's our responsibility to not use it against <clears throat> other women. So um, if you are a very, you know, let's say a sexy woman, you know you've got power, about, uh, power uh, upon men. Uh, when you come across a man who has a relationship, don't use that. I just, you know, it's for me, it's something that really takes from your power as a woman. So um, even as a man, I think that there, there's one thing that's not respected uh, nowadays. And uh, I suggest we should all respect people who are in relationships, you know, because uh, sometimes, because I talk to you about chemistry and I talk to you about, you know, meeting those people whom you can connect on a soul level but at the same time when there is a relationship going on there i think that that's when you can just press pause and uh, um, settle down your animal instinct because um, it is what it is you know what goes around comes around and uh, i think we should all be aware of this you know just respect for others yeah i couldn't agree more 100 percent. you know trust is the foundation of every relationship so you don't want to be part of destroying that trust uh, because it also tells you that that's okay and then you carry that on in your own relationships. So that yeah, is such yeah. a great point. Thank you for raising that. Yeah. So Alyssa, what would you say is the golden rule of communication? Mm, the golden rule of communication. I would say that to remember that communication, when you communicate, you don't talk to yourself. You talk to others. <laughs> this is this is the golden rule. A lot of people, uh, when they when they want to project an idea out, they talk as if they would tell that idea to themselves. You gotta understand that you're talking to other people, and you have to talk their language. That's the whole point. It, in a meeting, in an intimate relationship, you're not talking to yourself. That's monologue. When it's communication, it's talking on other people's language. That's it. That's great. And also, it's like how you make people feel too. It's not just the words you say. It's how they feel after you've had that conversation with them. Exactly, exactly. Because basically, when you're talking their language, it's because it, that's, that's the point, you know. Um, they feel not only respected and understood, they feel, you know, cherished, basically. You have made an effort and uh, not only that you made your, uh, you know, your point understood, but at the same time, as you said, it's all about how you leave them feeling about you and about themselves in the relationship with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. So, Lisa, let's say 
we have an entrepreneur, a male entrepreneur, who has scored a date with the woman of his dreams. She's an amazing female entrepreneur and she's got everything going for her and he's just fallen out of feet. He loves her, right? Um, how can he save himself from stuffing up this first date? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good question to tell. Oh my gosh. It's just, so they have the first date, right? So that's the first date, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, so um, and you want him not to, <laughs> not to overdo it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, um, the first rule for every first date is to, in order to not to overdo it, is to keep a balance between talking about yourself and finding about the other person, right? Uh, women love to be put a, put you know in the center of attention, but at the same time, if you give her all the attention she's going to feel that you've got little to say about yourself right so you don't want to come out as uh, boring and without a personality um what every man and what, what i suggest for everyone to do and that first date it's to um understand that it's all about feeling each other um a lot of times we just as you said he likes her already he's like he's she he seems that she's the the woman of his dreams there's no such thing you know you can feel this and your feelings are real but the but what you base your uh, what you base your feelings on that is not real so you have to be present and really open to discover who's in front of you because we go into first dates with so many expectations and we're like, I'm going to say this maybe or, or she's going to say that or what, how will I react to that? But And, and, in, and meanwhile, we, that keeps us, that uh, background noise keeps us from being fully present. Maybe she's actually not that good for you, right? Or maybe he's not actually that great for her. And if they are not fully present with all the quirks <laughs> and all the weirdness of the first date, it's not going to be something authentic. And yeah, basically not gonna go on, right? Yeah, yeah. So being present and understanding that maybe she's not what you think, you just have to find out, you have to figure out in that very moment. You know, ask her, be with her, tell about yourself. Um, and basically don't fear appearing to be less than perfect because you're not perfect. <laughs> so <clears throat> don't yeah. fear who you are. Yeah. That, that's great. So, so essentially, what's that? What's that, Lisa? And and saying, you know, just admitting, you know, I just like you so much. I feel like I will overdo it. <laughs> you know, I just like you so much that this first date uh, felt like, I mean, it just got me worried before. You just can you can laugh upon this. I just love that. Um, and what turns on a woman uh, in a man, it's a sense of humor. You know, when you have that sense of humor, that transparency, you're like, you're like you know, I like you so much. <laughs> My hands are just shaking almost. So that's why I keep them in the back. <laughs> you know, so, you're, like, you're like, you know what? I feel that, you know, you're so special and stuff. And you can just say that. If you hide that, it will just come up across as awkward, you know, and... She won't know what you think. Uh, you won't know what she thinks. Maybe if she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom and stuff. And she goes into the bathroom and says like, oh my gosh, I love this guy so much. And then she comes back and she puts then, you know, that, uh, you know, um, uh, poker face on. And you're not knowing what she's going on with her. So I think that being just who you are, you know, like, gosh, I'm so crazy about you. And 
as I said in my last video about um, men and what they can say at a first date to attract a woman and, and you know, just uh, pursue her more, it's n never ask if she wants to come home with you, right? It's never about that, but if you really, you know, if the connection is so strong and the chemistry is powerful, you can tell her, and, and it, that those were my exact words, um, you know what, um, I feel so attracted to you, and uh, spending the night with you would be a dream, but for this dream to become my everyday reality, girl, I'm willing to, to uh, wait as long as it takes. So it's basically making her aware that you are willing to wait, because that's one step towards opening up her mentally, emotionally, and sexually. Because she will feel safe. She's like, oh, he's willing to wait. Thanks God he's not like all the other guys, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's one thing. I feel like, you know, you, you've got to bring your whole self to it uh, and also be curious, right? But at the same time, when you tell this woman, and it's the same for a man too, I guess, like they feel they feel safe because it's like there's nothing to hide. Mm -hmm. That's when people open up even more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing. You know, sometimes, some because you get, have to feel your partner. Maybe, let's say, um, you would date a woman and you, you see she's a bit more shy, right? You yeah. cannot expect yeah. her to do the first step towards like being super open and spontaneous. But you can do that. If you can see that she is shy, that means you are less shy than her. So you have, you have to open up yourself first. And just put yourself in that funny situation when you're just opening your heart so that you can, you know, break the pattern of that, um, of that encounter and just uh, help her get out of her shell, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I feel like the theme here is like courage. It seems like it's courage, like having the courage to approach a woman, having the courage to uh, tell a woman how you actually really feel. Yeah. What about from yeah. a woman's point of view? What is needed? What would be that theme for a woman when she's interacting with a man? Um, which, when she's interacting with a man, as, she, as in what she should do or she should not do at yeah, a first date? Com yeah, coming from her side of the table because it's different, right? Like guys want, um, I guess they want to feel supported and loved, right? They want to feel like they have that part in there and then the, the uh, or they want to feel mm -hmm. nurtured and then the woman wants to feel safe. Yeah a, woman wants to, yeah, a woman always wants to feel safe, protected, and obviously you want as a woman to feel that uh, that guy in front of you is genuinely interested in you. Um, you know, guys as women can fake interest, you know, you can say like, oh, that's so interesting, oh, that's so awesome and stuff. But when you ask questions, like great questions, that is a sign for a woman that you know you are really there on the other hand don't just overdo it with your intelligence i always say this you know what if you're if you're a man and you're scared to date a woman who's really smart don't be scared because she actually brains are not something that you should put on the table like in full uh, in full splendor and beauty at the first date. It's not about that. It's about soul connection. So uh, don't overdo it. Ask questions. And when it comes to uh, brains, just switch them with your heart and give her a hug. Make her feel very, you know, um, nurtured also. Yeah. And safe by your presence, your physical presence. Us women, we just we just want to get physical as you guys want. We just don't feel safe enough sometimes to do it very fast. But we we damn want this, yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, because I've I've met a lot of men who say, 
ah, oh, you know what, I wish, you know, Alisa, I wish a lot of women were like you. And I say, hey, dude, but they are like me. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It's not something like uh, extraterrestrial about me. I just talk about this open. A lot of women don't talk about this, but they just want it just as bad as I do, you know? So you have to be aware of this. And uh, as a man, as you said, uh, step out with courage because, and that's the whole point. And that's why I think that education is key. Education is key because as a man, if you know how a woman works and if you know how, mind how her mind works and what she needs, you will go out there with courage because you're certain about some things, right? Mm, there you go yeah that's how you build your confidence understand women <laughs> might take you a little while but you get it right you know it's funny how you just said like how women want it too right i uh had the opportunity to to kind of like hear a conversation from a group of girls that didn't know i was there and they talk about some wild things i tell you that <laughs> I know. when they're by themselves they get together and talk about some wild things and if you're listening you're a woman right now you know what i'm talking about i know <laughs> I know you know. Yeah, sometimes women actually uh, may go even deeper than men, but but uh, communication is the key. You know, uh, that's why it's so awesome to find someone who really talks your language. You know, and because uh, yeah, couples are different, some some couples are, let's say, based on more um, romantic gestures, and they just. You know, if if I tell that kind of a couple, you know, let's do some shameless soul sex or, you know, are you into it? They're like, you know, maybe, maybe not, you know, maybe later. <laughs> We're not into this. There are, there are couples like this and you have to respect everyone's intimacy. That's why it's beautiful to search enough to find people who really uh, connect with you on a soul level, physical level, every level. Yeah. Because those are yeah. people whom you can really explore your potential, you know. And then this life is a search, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I guess it depends what their love languages are like too, right? You know, yes, Gary Chapman yeah. with the love languages, the five love languages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's a no-brainer right now. You know, you just have to pick someone who really, who really matches you. And going back on the whole, like, don't try and be too smart. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know what you mean because women are, are more emotional than men, and men are a bit more logical in a sense, right? So if you come to a, a date and you're you're trying to be Mister Smart, Smarty Pants, then um mm -hmm. they're gonna feel like, well, this guy's not fun. He's not like you know, he's laughing. He's not tugging at my heartstrings a little bit. It's that whole like, he loves me, he loves me not. He loves me. You gotta kind of like you know, drop in a compliment, tease him a little bit, compliment. <laughs> And I'm telling you something, this is from my own experience, there's something that really turns me off, like really turns me off in, in men and especially, <laughs> I mean, even if it's a first date or a second date, um, those guys who don't know how to laugh at themselves. Yeah. When a guy yeah. really takes every joke like very seriously, it just scares me, you know, it just scares me. <laughs> Because really, it does. It does. Because life should be, you know, there will be so many moments in our lives that will be challenging. And you're going to face the ground. And if you have someone close to you who cannot just, you know, be able to laugh at those things, um, it's very hard. You know, you, you, just have to, you just have to learn to allow yourself to laugh more at yourself in life. And just don't take everything so personal, you know. It's much more fun this way. I love that, Alyssa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, Alyssa, yeah. if you could wrap up, what it would mean to you if you were able to harness your sexual energy 
uh, what would it be? What would the result be if somebody was able to harness their sexual energy? Mm, when you harness your sexual energy, you feel a complete sense of belonging on this earth, which sometimes is hard to achieve. And at the same time, communion with God or whatever greater force you believe in. And that allows you to manifest here on earth the things that are already in your heart and in your mind, in your dreams. That's the power of sexual energy. It's the energy of coming through, you know, becoming through. So um, for me, this is it, you know, feeling that life is something that flows at ease, no matter what you're going through, because that doesn't mean that you're not going to go through, you know, hardships. That's, that's, this is bullshit. Great, uh, great moments will be, uh, great falls will be, but when you are connected with this earth, you know, because that's sexual energy, this earth with the material plane, and at the same time with the spiritual plane, with God, with that higher force that created you, you are invincible here, and you feel safe. And feeling safe is just, is just amazing, because feeling safe is like you're loved 100% all the time. That's it. Wow. So in other words, it's pretty amazing stuff. So get into it <laughs> <laughs> exactly book a, book a yeah. session right now with Alyssa <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I love that so Alyssa how can we uh, find you online where are you and what are your you know web addresses and where's your presence online uh, you can find me on YouTube on the Shameless Academy or Alyssa TV um, it's better to just uh, Google my name or YouTube my name Elisa Popescu and that's, uh, that's simple. And then you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the same way, just uh, search my name, Elisa Popescu. And how do, you, how do you spell your name, Elisa, just so they know? Oh, my gosh. Um, A-L-E-S-A-P-O-P-A-S-C-U. All right, excellent. Excellent, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for that. You, just beware because you're going to get a lot of uh, excited men contacting you. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Some hungry, you know, hungry entrepreneurs that are ready for love. <laughs> I hope they are ready to do their women right because that's the thing, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Contact. Right. I help you only if you vow to do your woman right. That's, that's the only way <laughs> with me. <laughs> that's it nah I love that Lisa thank you so much for joining us now we always end the interview with this last question and the question hmm. is if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world what would that last 30 seconds sound like oh my god this is like wow <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to me oh, just a second my bad <laughs> No, I love, I love challenges. That's okay. Um, okay, so um, I would say is this. Don't judge others because you'll often find yourself in the same situations that you've judged them for. And that's not good. Don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, embrace the contrast within you, both the God and the animal, because this is being human. Spend time alone. Uh, be mindful who you share your body with 
and don't be afraid to love fully. Just if you're a man, do your woman right. If you're a woman, do your man right. And listen to that brave little heart of yours and live shamelessly, guys. That's it.